Hi guys, welcome back to the Adaptive Zone podcast. My name is Matthew Boyd. I'm a physiotherapist, running coach, and the founder of Pinnacle Rehabilitation and Performance, where we help runners overcome their injuries and smash PRs. Don't forget out check out our free online course. It's called the Running Fundamentals course. We've got modules on training zones and technique, fueling, hydration, and much more. So just click the link in the description, enter your email address, and we'll send you one module each week. Today, we're going to be talking about strength exercises for runner's knee. Runner's knee is a condition where you get pain in your knee that's kind of general, and you're not really sure where it's coming from, or it feels very much like it's on the back of the kneecap. And that's essentially where it's coming from. So runner's knee is more um, accurately referred to as patellofemoral pain. Patella is the kneecap, femur is the thigh bone, the articulation between them, so the joint between them, is called the patellofemoral joint. And when the back of the kneecap, which uh, pushes against the femur as we squat, run, walk upstairs, stand up, sit down, that kind of stuff, when that becomes sensitive and painful, it's often called patellofemoral pain or runner's knee. And this is a very common problem among, among runners, which is why they called it runner's knee. And it actually goes on for quite a long time. It's quite a stubborn problem to get rid of. So today we're going to dig into a little bit of the evidence around, well, not so much the evidence, but more taking the evidence that's there and how to apply it in a real world example. So that if you have trouble with runner's knee, like what strength exercises should you be doing for that? So the reason we're looking at strength exercises specifically is because in 2019, a wonderful researcher named Richard Willey and his colleagues did a systematic review and they found that there was grade A evidence that strength training was beneficial for people with runner's knee. Now, this may seem somewhat counterintuitive and I'm sure many of you who've had runner's knee have been to the physio with it and come away with something like squats or lunges or that kind of thing. And that can be kind of confusing because if you think about what patellofemoral pain is or runner's knee, it's the back of the kneecap saying, I'm under too much stress at the minute and I can't adapt to it. But then when you do something like a squat or a lunge, that puts pressure on the back of the kneecap. So that kind of seems like the wrong way to go. It's almost it's already saying like there's too much pressure on me at the minute. How how am I supposed to adapt to this? And then when you go to physio or chiro or athletic therapy or wherever you go, they say, let's do these lunges, let's do these squats, let's do these other exercises that are going to strengthen your muscles. But at the same time, they're putting pressure on the back of the kneecap as you're doing them. So that can be a bit confusing. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Lunges are an excellent exercise for runners with runner's knee. However, we want to unpack a little bit like why they're helpful. So when you're running, there's a ground reaction force that comes back up through your leg with each footstep. And we can either absorb that force through joints like the patellofemoral joint and our bones, or we can absorb it with muscles and tendons. There's only kind of two ways to go, really. The stronger our muscles and tendons are, the less stress will be placed on our joints and, um, and bones. And Conversely, the weaker our muscles and tendons are, the more stress will go to the joints and bones. It's probably a little bit of an oversimplified way to look at it, but it is quite practical in the sense that it helps you understand if you can make your muscles stronger and your tendons stronger, less stress will go on the joints and the bones, and that will help protect them from being overloaded and then becoming sensitized and thus painful, which is what runner's knee is. It's sensitization of that back of the kneecap. And there's the rub, essentially. You want to, if you have runner's knee, you want to make your muscles stronger, but you want to find a way of doing it without annoying the knee. And that's really the key message here. 
is that the strength exercises that you're going to do, they are going to put stress on the back of the kneecap. The idea is it's going to make the muscles stronger. So what you have to find is a balance between putting stress on the back of the kneecap, which is already overstressed, and finding a way to make the muscles of your legs stronger. And as with many things, right, it's that adaptive zone. That's the name of the podcast. Not too much, not too little. We want to put stress on the back of the kneecap that it can adapt to without getting annoyed. And while we're doing that, we're going to be strengthening the muscles of the leg doing the exercises. So I'm going to walk through a bit of a practical example of how to do that. So now we know we want to make the muscles of the leg stronger, but we don't want to irritate that knee joint, that patellofemoral joint. So which exercises are we going to choose? Well, in Rich Willie's review, they identified that compound exercises are best. So compound exercises are like things like squatting, lunging, stepping up. These are exercises where you're um, using multiple um, joints and they're complicated movements involving lots of muscles as opposed to let's say a quadriceps curl like a seated knee extension where you sit on the machine you sort of straighten your leg that's an isolated exercise because it only really works the quadriceps muscle it would be better according to the evidence for runner's knee to focus on things like maybe a leg press or a step up or a squat where you're you're extending the hip you're straightening the knee you're slightly dorsiflexing the ankle you're stabilizing the lumbar spine and all this other stuff at the same time so we want to try and focus on compound exercises so some good ones for runner's knee might be like leg press uh sit to stand if it's uh, pretty bad you could do the squats you could do split squats lunges this kind of stuff as opposed to you know things like um clams hamstring curls quads curls that kind of stuff the only isolated exercise that i think you should include will be a calf raise and that's because calf raise is really, you can only really exercise the calf effectively doing calf raises, which is an isolated exercise, but the calf is so important for runners that it's, um, you really need to include it. So I would say calf raises and then compound exercises like lunges, squats, split squats, that kind of stuff is the way to go. Now, at first, more important than which exercise you choose is how much of it you do. So if you were to pick one of those exercises, let's say a leg press, and you tried it and you could only do two or three repetitions before you started to get what we call red light pain, which is, you know, the pain's getting worse. It's not calming down. It, you can't tolerate it. It's really quite uncomfortable and makes you want to stop. Then that's really not that helpful for it because it's just going to irritate it. So what we want is an exercise where you get orange light pain at the most which is a pain where it's uncomfortable but tolerable and when you stop it kind of goes away it doesn't get any worse the more you do so if the leg press with one leg was giving you red light pain after two or three reps you could switch to a double leg leg press right so you're pressing the leg press machine with two legs and maybe that allows you to go up to 10 reps and you've only got orange light pain in the knee and then you start that with let's say three sets of 10 and you're going to do that every day and then see if the knee starts to get used to it. And if it does, then what you'll find is, okay, I can do up to 15 by the end of the week and still only have orange light pain. And that's a sign that you're doing not too much and not too little, which is the whole idea is try and start doing the strength exercises without irritating the back of the knee. Now, at first, let's say you can do it every day because it's not very heavy, okay? So you might ha only have it, let's say you're doing a double leg press and you've got it on 30 pounds. And that's all the kneecap will tolerate, right? If you do any more than that, like a single leg version or add more weight, it goes into that red light pain. So what you're going to do is do the exercise every day because your initial goal is just to get the kneecap to be a little less sensitive, get it to tolerate the stress. 
So you might continue at 30 pounds, double leg press, do it every day, three sets of 10. And by the end of the week, maybe you can do five sets of 10, or maybe you can do three sets of 15. Maybe you can even start some single leg press. Then you can start to roll in some other exercises, maybe some squats down to a box. And you start with just a bodyweight squat. And then by the end of the week, you can hold a, two dumbbells of like 10 pounds each and you're doing bodyweight squats and you're still only getting that orange light pain. So what you're trying to do is get a sense of what can the knee tolerate right now and just get that kind of baseline. Then you do that for the first couple of weeks and you should find you can do a little bit more by the end of that second week while still keeping it in that orange light zone. So again, the goal in that first couple of weeks is just to get some load through the leg without annoying the knee. You're not really gonna be strengthening just yet because the knee isn't calm enough to allow you. But let's say after a couple of weeks you can and you, you up the weight a bit and you switch to a single leg press. Now when you do it, it's actually quite hard in terms of the muscular effort, but the knee still isn't getting annoyed because it's more calm than it was before. Then you're gonna to start to increase the weight a bit. So let's say you go to a single leg press and you're doing 40 pounds and you can do three sets of 10 on that and you still only get orange light pain. So now you can do more with the same amount of discomfort. And you're gonna keep doing your box squats, but maybe you increase the weight to like holding two 30 pound dumbbells, or maybe you put the dumbbells down and you switch to one leg uh, sit to stand. And the idea there is you make it a little bit harder, but without annoying the knee. So we're not letting the knee go into that red light zone. After a couple of weeks, you should be able to then increase the weight even further. So now it's maybe three or four weeks down the line, you can increase the weight. And now we're really starting to get into the place where we can fatigue your muscles a little bit. At this point, you might be doing four or five different exercises, including the ones I just mentioned, but you're not really restricted quite so much by that pain anymore. And you can get enough load through the leg that you start strengthening the muscles. Once you get to that phase, you wouldn't be doing the exercises every day anymore because at first, all you're trying to do is just calm the knee down. So you want that frequency, right? Like every day or twice a day, like little and often. After a few weeks, when you can put enough load through the leg that the muscles get tired, then we want to let them recover, right? So that's the goal is to get to the point where you can't really do the exercises every day because they're quite heavy and your muscles are tired and they need maybe a day off. So then you switch it to like three times a week, you've got those three or four exercises, and now your knee's not really bothering you when you're doing them that much, maybe some green light pain only, just like a little, little twinge of pain, but not much. But really you can feel the muscles working now. So now you're in a place where you can really start to push the strength and you don't have to worry quite so much about irritating the kneecap. So the idea here is rather than try and give you like a recipe for what exercises to do and when for runner's knee, I'm gonna try more to illustrate the concept and I'll go through an example. We'll use the our typical example runner Carrie and let's say she has um, runner's knee. So she's been having pain on the back of that kneecap with long runs for let's say four or five weeks. And now she's at the point where she can't run more than a couple of kilometers before it builds up and gets really quite painful. So she comes to the clinic and let's say we do an assessment and when I get her to do some lunges, it's immediately painful, like a seven out of 10 with one or two lunges she doesn't want to do anymore, right? It's definitely red light pain, not really tolerable or anything we want to continue with. So then she's not ready for the lunges, right? It's too irritated for that. So we give her a step and we get her to step up and down onto the step and we get her to do 15 reps and she's like, yeah, it's, it, I can feel it, but it's not so bad, right? So that's orange light pain. So the kneecap is sort of tolerating it, but not 
not 100% happy. So that's going to be her exercise. And we're going to start little and often. So we're going to go twice a day, let's say three sets of 15. So quite a lot of reps, but it's a really light weight. So she's not going to get muscular fatigue. But what she is going to get is a lot of stimulus to the back of the kneecap saying, hey, chill out. You don't need to be quite so sensitive. And she's going to do that twice a day, let's say for a week, just that step up exercise, three sets of 15, twice a day. And then she comes back a week later. And now when she does those three sets of 15 step ups, she doesn't feel anything at all because the kneecap's not as sensitive. Her muscles aren't tired because the exercise wasn't hard enough to strengthen her muscles, but the kneecap isn't quite as sensitive as it was last week. She still can't run, but these things take time. So we're happy with that. So we get her to try the lunge again. And now when she does the lunge, it hurts, but it's not like getting worse. And she can do 15 reps of the lunge and the knee is more like what we would call orange light pain. So it hurts, but it's not super bad. So we get her to do that as her exercise. But because the lunge is a bit more tiring, she can feel it in her muscles a little bit. So we're just going to go once a day, three sets of 12. So she can feel the muscles a bit. She can feel the kneecap a bit, but it's very much orange light. And she can do it every day without too much difficulty. Let's say we get her to do that for a week. So still only one exercise, keeping it nice and simple. The goal at this stage is just to desensitize the back of the kneecap. Once she's been doing that for a week, she comes back. And now it's it's actually doing pretty good with that. That is actually quite tolerable. And she doesn't really feel anything doing 15 lunges with just her body weight anymore. So now we give her some weights. We give her two 30 pound dumbbells, get her to do the same exercise. And she's like, ah, yeah, it's uh, kind of orange, maybe green, right? So the pain is not too bad at all. Now we're in the place where we can start to really throw some strength exercise at her. So we get her to do the lunges with two 30-pound weights. We get her to do four sets of eight. We also get her to do some single-leg deadlifts, four sets of eight with 40-pound dumbbells. We get her to do some back squats. So you put the barbell on your back, you squat down. That hurts if she goes too deep. So we get her to just do the first half where it doesn't hurt. And then she can go really quite heavy on that. So we can really start to build the strength in the muscles without the knees hurting at all. So if she goes halfway down, she doesn't feel anything. So we can whack like a, let's say, 185 pounds on the bar for a back squat. She can get a good strength stimulus into the muscles, but without hurting the knee. And then we get her doing a little bit of skipping because running still hurts quite a bit. But if she's skipping, it only hurts into the green light. So now we've got some exercises that are going to desensitize that kneecap. And then we've got, let's say, three or four. Let's get to do some hip thrust as well, because that's a good one. Some seated calf raise. So now she's got five exercises that are really quite hard. And if she does all of those with an appropriate amount of weight for four sets of eight, her muscles are going to be knackered. So she needs a day off. So we get her to do it three times a week. She hits the gym, does that lot. And then her muscles are quite tired. Her knee is like a little sore, but not much. And then she goes away. She does that for two or three weeks on her own. And her only instruction is to do it three times a week. And when the exercises get a bit easy, just add some more weight. So after three weeks, she comes back and she can do all of those. And she's up the weights a little bit. And the knee now isn't really hurting with those workouts anymore. So she hasn't tried running too much yet, but she's been doing these strength exercises in the gym. And now she can do all of those without any pain. At this point, we probably start her on a run-walk program, like run a minute, walk a minute, repeat five times, see how that goes. And she can tolerate that. And then each day she does a little more. So run a minute, walk a minute, repeat 10 times, 
run a minute, walk a minute, repeat 12 times. She adds that in each day as well as continuing the strength exercises three times a week. But this time we really up the ante because we want to actually make her strong. So we're trying to work towards four sets of eight rep max or five sets of five rep max. Meaning when she does her lunge with the dumbbells, she's got to hold 250 pounders and she couldn't possibly do seven reps, right? She taps out at five. So we do five sets of five at, uh, what did I say, 70 pounds. And the idea there is she's not restricted by the kneecap being sore and annoyed anymore. So we really can work on making her muscles stronger. And we want to get into that low rep range, as we've talked about before, when we had uh, Rich Blagrove on the podcast, talking about how when we want to make runners stronger, we need to make the weight really heavy and the reps really low. So five sets of five is a really good one I use a lot. I often move people from you know, four sets of eight when they're just getting used to the exercise. So it's a bit lighter. They get a bit more practice because they do more reps into five sets of five when they get really good and they don't have pain. So we can really push the strength gains and make sure that they're not going too easy on themselves. And this is essentially the principle of how to do strength exercises for a runner's knee. So you could choose specific exercises or you could choose a range that included compound um, movements. So let's say leg press, squats, lunges, step-ups, split squats, calf raises. Like, they're all good. Again, in the episode with um, with Rich Blagrove, we talked about strength exercises for runners generally. You can see there's a lot of overlap here. So if you've got runner's knee, these compound exercises are the way to go either way. The idea being that we start initially very frequent and very light, and we're mostly limited by pain and irritation of the kneecap. And what we're trying to do is do little and often and desensitize that kneecap to stress so it can tolerate more and more. That's going to take a few weeks or a few days, like it depends how sore it is. After a while, the kneecap's going to let us do more of those exercises. As it allows us to do more of those exercises, we're going to increase the weight, reduce the reps, and stop doing them every day or twice a day and move more towards like um, three times a week kind of thing. And then we want to get really heavy. Then. As we ramp up the running, because the kneecap has calmed down, she's doing the run walks to increase the tolerance to running. She's doing really heavy strength training, so our leg muscles are stronger. They can better absorb the impact when she's running. Now she's in a much better place, and then she keeps doing it. You can see that a lot of these exercises are just good exercises for runners to do anyway. So we want to keep those in for you know injury prevention and performance enhancement and keep them really heavy just the way they were. You might trim down a little bit instead of, now, excuse me, instead of having like five exercises for that same movement, you might have like three. So the most important thing to take away from this is if you've got runner's knee, it's more about like the frequency and then the intensity of the exercises and then try and keep them compound, right? Leg press, sit to stand, squat, step up, split squat, lunge, don't forget the calf. <laughs> Rather than being really isolated, so isolated exercises will be like hamstring curls, quadriceps curls, clams, glute bridges, this kind of stuff. We want to be bigger with our exercises. And we start with like little and often, so light and frequent, and we move towards heavy and infrequent at the same time as we're gradually ramping the running back up. And that's the way I would suggest tackling strength exercises for runner's knee. If you have any questions or anything, just shoot us an email, mboydphysio at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll catch you next time.